Hey yo. Friday is here. And it's another show. <clears throat> Red Pill Party Podcast, man. We about to tear up. We about to go in tonight. You know what I mean? So, without further ado, I'm Jersey Judah. This is the Red Pill Party Podcast. Let's get it started, man. Let's get it fucking started, man. First of all, I'm back, all right? I'm back once again. And just in case you guys didn't hear it within the beat, I'm going to have to play Vegeta again. I'm back, bitches. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is the 17th of December, 2021. And we're getting closer and closer to Christmas and the end of the year. <clears throat> and I got to say, <clears throat> this year was definitely better than last year, although it didn't start off that way. It's funny because 2020 started off just fine before March came for me. 2020 was just fine. And I know a lot of people were saying like, yeah, Corona doesn't didn't affect me. It's not the sickness, but the effect of the people in society like. Still going into a store and still going into ShopRite or still going in, you know, inside Walmart and still seeing people wear masks is just crazy to me. But anyway, we're at the end of the fucking year, man. Another one. And hopefully this mask shit can stop, man. I'm getting tired of this shit. I don't be wearing a mask. I say, fuck it. I'll, I'll get COVID. Fuck it. I already talked about this before. My homeboy um, had COVID like a couple weeks ago. He bounced back. I was getting drunk with him later on that week, nigga. Like, come on now. Something ain't right, but this ain't a conspiracy show. I'm just going to leave it at that. This would pretty much be considered a Freestyle Friday. I do have things written down, but I don't necessarily consider them topics. More or less brief discussions. That brief may go 15 to 20 minutes each. Who the fuck knows? You know what I'm saying? You guys already know I'm at the job. Done everything. By the way, it's 721 as we speak. And you know, there's a good amount of things we're going to get into. I'm not going to lie. Spirit is kind of low. But in a lot of... uh, and a lot of times where I feel this way, my best solution in a lot of cases is to record, you know, is to talk about it. <clears throat> we're going to talk about a good amount of things today. Um, we're going to talk about how you can't stick your dick into a degree. Dear women, dear educated women, dear strong and independent women, we do not care about your education We do not care about degrees. We cannot stick our penises in your degrees. 
We don't care. We don't give a fuck. Ladies, we don't care. Your education, fine. Your education, you got to really think about this as a man. And I'm not really trying to be misogynistic, but I'm just, I just got to be realistic for a second. What does a woman's education do for a man? Especially a man that, you know, of course, he is with. Or, or a man that the woman is with, what does that man benefit from these degrees and this education that this woman gets? Now, I get it. Women say, well, we need to have our own. Absolutely, you're right. But don't come whining and complaining 10 years later when you found out that career wasn't giving you the happiness that a man could. See, that's the problem with a lot of women. They're very combative in that sense, where an educated woman is more combative. You know what I mean? She's not going to be submissive. She's actually going to challenge you. And you have these simps and soy boys that say, well, that's fine with me. You know, a woman should have this. Listen, you future stepdads need to go somewhere and shut the fuck up. You're sick. <laughs> these stepdaddies are sick. These future stepfathers are appalling. You guys are going to be the ones who end up with these so-called educated women. And you notice a lot of these educated women are just emotional. They're, they See, this is the thing. I believe that you can't teach intelligence. You really can't. You can't teach intelligence. The concept of school to me doesn't really make sense because you're teaching everybody to be book smart. You're not really giving them keys and education on what's going on in the real world. These places so-called prepare you for a real world, but it really does... It compares you to be compartmentalized. It prepares you to be indoctrinated and just be like one of the Smurfs. But the guys who take the red pill, they step out and they really see what's going on. And see what women, and we're going to talk about the misguided women who are overeducated and underappreciated. Once again, we will be talking about connected to this, the misguided women who are overeducated and underappreciated. We don't give a fuck. See, look, women, y'all need to hear this because there's a lot of guys on the opposite end, right? We talk about the nice guys a lot. I was a nice guy at one time, uh, a beta male through and through at one point in my life. And in the same way that y'all women don't give a fuck about our kindness, y'all don't care about our consideration unless you have interest in us, we don't give a fuck about your education. We don't care about your education either fucking way. And I say this bravely. I work with majority of women, career, quote unquote, career driven women. Now, they're not necessarily different from the next woman. I mean, would I rather date a bitch with a career or a bum bitch? I'm probably going to date the career woman, but that career woman is not necessarily going to be a top priority or she's not going to be in the top spot. These women are on the move because they're too busy in a lot of cases trying to compete against men. But then they, they will also say later on down the line because they always sport fuck their way into some scenario of being a single mother of some scenario of being a fucking dysfunctional woman 
and just another burden to a man and another burden ultimately to society. Okay. Your biggest opponents in your red pill awakening. We're going to be talking about that a little bit with a little bit of RPG, a.k.a. red pill game. Shout out to Steph is cool. I still believe that I'm not the one, the first person that came up with this concept, but the way that I came up with it was very similar to how he came up with it. So um, we're going to get into the red pill game. And we're not talking about game. This is how you pull women. We're talking about the solid game of self-development. That book is coming soon, nigga. Yes. The self-development book is coming soon. Y'all thought I was fucking joking. I made several plans. I mean, I made several changes to my operations. I want to go through those briefly before we really get into shit. Um, Number one. The YouTube, or not YouTube, well, we're going to be talking about that as well. The um, Facebook page operation is done. We're not going to be doing that. Uh, I found myself taking too much time trying to get people to participate, and it really brought me back to those times when I started, and I already knew that this was going to be an uphill battle, but it's like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, after only getting like three three follows and three likes after like nearly a week, I said, fuck it. Uh, New age traditionalism is not going to be on Facebook, but we have changed the renegade red pill channel into new age traditionalism. So we're going to be doing a good amount of things on the YouTube channel very soon. Facebook, fuck Facebook, fuck Mark Zuckerberg and all of the other fake friends and fake people that I have on my Facebook. Like sincerely, fuck you guys. Anyway, uh, what else do we have? We're going to be getting into, like I said, your biggest opponents and your red pill awakening. Uh, We're also going to be talking about if a black man with a career is an educated lame, what are the career-oriented black women? Or think about it. What is the educated black woman? Because they brag about their education a lot. And some of these women do not know how to socialize. Yet they claim to be the most educated. There, yes, there is a study that shows that a lot of black women are in school. But how many of these black women are finishing? I mean, let's be honest. How many of these black women are getting education? Or better yet, let's get more deep. How many of these black women become fucking in debt? How many of these black women become completely cashed out through student loans and then come out and look for a savior, look for a male provider, a.k.a. the beta male, after she got done sport fucking Chads and Tyrones, left and right, up and down, north and south. And then, like I said, she comes back and all of the feminazi talk mysteriously disappears because she's been humbled by society. She's been humbled by life. These women want to go out, like I said, either it's a career, strong and independent woman, been told her whole life that she doesn't need a man because her mom is bitter, because she constantly tells the daughter that the father ain't shit. So, of course, she's going to have hatred and want to be better than the men. I'm telling you, this is the mentality. This is the mentality that a lot of women have in those positions. A lot of these career-oriented women, when you catch them, 
at the peak of their career, they may be the most successful, but in all actuality, they're the most depressed, confused, bitter, and angry women you will ever see in the dating market. Yep. Yeah, we going there tonight. We going there tonight. Mm-hmm. We going there tonight. I'm smoking a bit of this uh, backwood that I had twisted up. You know, backwoods is, is where it's at for me right now, even though it's a little harsh on my throat and my chest. Pause. I'm not even sure what kind of uh, bud this is. I would give you guys the strand of the day slash week. But anyway, this is a freestyle Friday. I'm talking about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. But we're going to stay on no subjects. <clears throat> and this was something that I, uh, this is something I written down last minute just to be a part of the topic. And I think I'm going to um, incorporate this particular part of the show into the next show which I might record tomorrow because I have to come in to work 8.30 to midday anyway. So, And that is, are you the black sheep or the lone wolf? That's right. Are you the black sheep or the lone wolf? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about the Sigma male mindset. Let's get it. Yes. When I talked about the Sigma male mindset, I think last year, it got so many plays and it's still considered one of the the most listened to episodes. And I think it's because it's a different perspective. We're always told about alpha males and we're told that the alpha males are the top dog. And if you're not alpha, you're beta. Well, I'm going to be the first one to tell you that that is incorrect. And for several reasons, number one, You can't turn an alpha to a beta. If that leadership characteristic or if that charismatic quality is not within him, it is very hard to teach that man. And even if you teach him, he doesn't become an alpha. There's a lot of costume alphas out here. Costume alphas. Fraudulent niggas. There's a lot of you fraudulent niggas out here right who talk about you're an alpha male and and dig this look when you're a sigma male sigmas don't compete i'm gonna say that again and see a lot of you alpha males are going to be scratching your head sigma males do not compete for women sigma males don't even go along with the social norms of dating our relationships because most Sigma males understand the realism and the realistic aspect of a lot of these women in relationships. <coughs> so me cut and dry. And this is why I do all the time. When I used to go on dating apps, right? And we talked about this, that shitty ass dating article and I'll spam a little bit on that in a little bit as well. But when I used to go on dating apps, I used to be 110% upfront and honest. Now, a lot of guys, especially content creators, will say that is a no-go. Don't do that. But 
you live and you learn, right? So, when motherfuckers ask, when a female asks, what are you here for? I just reply, it depends. That's all I say. It depends. I'm not going to ask you what you're here for because I really don't care what you're here for, bitch. You want a date nap, so you obviously looking for dick. You looking for dick and wallet, D&W. You know what I'm saying? They looking for dick and wallets. D-A-W. Dick and wallets. That's what these women look for. And I get it. But these bitches aren't worth the time and they're sure as hell ain't worth the money to invest. Fuck out of here. Like I said, countless times. The same way a woman will ask you what you do for a living, you tell her, right? And then you ask her, what is your relationship with your father? I'm telling you guys the importance like, if I knew this shit 10 years ago, I would have been so much better off. I would have been this focused on what I needed to do, right? I would have been a quote-unquote educated lame. I would have been a, a, a quote-unquote fuckboy a long time ago. You guys only know to have because I told you to have. See, I tell you about... Um, what to expect in dealing with modern women. What to expect when it comes to red flags, yellow flags, the shit test. Matter of fact, just for the fuck of it. And it's Freestyle Friday anyway. I might get into those topics I spoke on. I might not. I might wait a fucking week to talk about the, um, the, the overeducated women today and how they are mostly combative. Let's see if I can find this here. Let's see. Uh, we can go to the powermoves.com. I think I went on the power moves before, so I'll give power moves, the powermoves.com, another shout out because I want to talk about shit test, power dynamics, eight ways to win the game. All right. Let's get into it. The Dictionary of Power Dynamics defines a shit test as a premeditated social challenge set up by a man or a woman, but usually a woman, to test and assess the target's reaction to the social challenge. Now, let me just state this. Men don't shit test. Men don't. What men do, we vet. We vet. Okay, we'll try and vet a woman. We're not going to play little mind games and see how a bitch reacts. We usually don't do that. And I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. If a bitch does it, why the fuck can't we do it? These bitches are ruthless. All right. Shit test, though, more often refer to dating and seduction. And as a rule of thumb, the person who shit tests is the person who chooses and that's what the shit test is for. The shit test is a tool for the chooser to evaluate the pursuer. Now, understand, like I just said, 
In the same way a woman will shit test a guy can be the same exact way that a man shit uh, that a man vets a woman or at least attempts to. Now you can incorporate that in shit test, do whatever the fuck you choose, right? The shit test, once again, I'm gonna say it again. The shit test is a tool for the chooser to evaluate the pursuer. Okay? By the end of this article, you will all know about shit tests, including how to quote unquote pass them. If this guy is going to, is this by a guy? I really hope it is by uh, Lucio, Lucio uh, Buffalo Mano, Buffalo Mano, what the fuck, whatever. Lucio, it's by that guy. Uh, shit test, most often referred to, I already talked about that, son of a bitch, by the end. Cool. All right, let's get it. What's a shit test? Uh, shit test is a term coming from the early days pickup artists. See the game and mystery method. Guys, guys, men of the manosphere, we have to understand something. You guys know how I feel about pickup artistry. You know how I feel about PUAs. And I'm not going to lie, I still feel that way. But for certain men, that may be the best option to check these books out and try to get some level of insight from an outside source. That's right. I'm telling men in the same way we tell guys all the time, the predatory female, read that. Uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy, read that. These are, um, first of all, the predatory female was written by a woman, if I'm not mistaken, a, a first wave feminist. But she had so much insight that men today still reference that book. Now, if guys were really misogynists, right? If we were true misogynists, we wouldn't give a shit about what a bitch says. But at that particular time, you had insightful women with insightful experiences. Now, I may piss a lot of people off, but I believe that there was at least a meaning to the first wave of feminism. This particular wave, whatever fucking wave it is, it is completely useless and destructive to most women. Any woman who participates in the mindset of trying to manipulate and get guys for the bag, you deserve everything coming to you. Hell, fire, and brimstone. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all the archangels, a.k.a. the holy disciples, you deserve fire and brimstone. Because women will talk about before I get into this topic, women will talk about, right, a bitch, matter of fact, not even women, a bitch will talk about how a man can't provide, a man can't do this, a man can't do that, right? She has no idea what it is to provide for anything, not even herself. I talked about it before with single mothers, they get complete sponsorship, these bitches get contracts from the government. Like, here, take this house. Here, take this money. Here, take this free food. And see, the government's wicked when it comes to siding with females. The government's very wicked. It doesn't even matter what side you look at. I'm conservative, and I'll tell you, the white conservative men are shot the fuck out. They, they think it's still the 50s. This is why these guys are broken, black-pilled up later on in life. 
because they still go along with that traditionalism shit. See, I believe in traditionalism, but I also believe at the same time believing it that it's not going to work today. Sure, I can agree with marriage within the construct that doesn't involve state, right? The biblical term of marriage for a lot of you so-called Christians out there, you guys will probably understand what I'm getting at. But the construct of church is completely wicked. These fucking faggots and devils that participate in Sunday service every fucking Sunday, the gay choir rehearse, uh, the gay the gay choir, uh, uh, whatever you call them niggas, the tambourine playing type niggas. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Fruit took over the church. Pedophilia took over Los Angeles, took over the school system. There's a lot of wicked shit going on. And you're going to find the places that you would least expect to find them at. The school system is one of those places. Like I said, you tell, you teach a child how to pretty much follow the rules and be, and be a fucking, uh, a, a fence sitter and a fucking ass kisser. Then you go into the church, especially dealing with men, you go to the church and these pastors try to tell men that we got to be more better providers for these wicked ass bitches. And only, only reason why he's saying that, because he's smashing a few of them. You go into these black churches, I'm telling you. Wicked black devils. And see, me, I'm I'm no I'm no angel myself. I'm a sinner. So I can definitely point out and see the 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 sinners. I can see them. I can smell it. I I can smell it a mile away. But a lot of these niggas, when they go to church, they pretend that they're holier than thou. And I grew up watching that shit. I grew up watching that shit. But more importantly, I saw these niggas yesterday when they was coming home from the club, when they was stumbling to the house. Motherfuckers smoking coke, drinking, getting fucked up, getting high. And then go to church the next day like they holier than thou. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Beat it. <laughs> Beat it. Biggest hypocrites are the school system, and I work for the school system. I'm just going to keep it real with you. The school system, the education system, and and um, so I forgot. I'm high as a kite right now. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. It's a freestyle fucking Friday. My, my spirits is going up, but I think that's because of the ganja. But either way, I'll take it. I'm about to spark this bitch back up again. I've been slowing down for the most part when it comes to smoking. And even now, like, me podcasting, me just, me just shooting the shit with you guys, like, I enjoy doing this. But I would really also enjoy the result. You know what I mean? Putting in this, you know, putting in this game, putting in this pain into these podcasts, putting in these real-life scenarios and putting together real life discussions, it would be nice to get, you know, some form of acknowledgement. I don't want clout. I just want people that can give a little bit of time out of their day and listen to some harsh realities. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd be, fry be frying these bitches. And I'd be frying you simp-ass niggas too. See, a lot of times we forget about the the guys who create the 
independent woman narrative. The guy who who doesn't only create it, but he becomes a product of it. Like I said, a lot of us melanated men, or if you want to look at the stats, a lot of men in general grew up in single mother households. In single mother households where their father was vilified, their father was seen as the bad guy. Child grows up being told the father isn't shit. But you the product of that father as well as the mother. <gasps> so that means you ain't shit. I mean, and I'm going to get back into the shit test thing, but there's a lot of points that I want to point out. When women talk about their baby's father, they're talking about their baby, right? See, in the spiritual realm, the ceremony is the representation of both men and women, man and woman coming together and becoming one under one name, right? One last name, etc. And the child becomes almost like, you know, the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. The man, woman, and child. Now, unfortunately, that aspect is completely gone. So any form of <clears throat> what people would consider spiritual connection through ceremony or... Because you got to remember, it's a ceremony. In a way, it's a ritual. You walk down the aisle. You know what I'm saying? It's a ritual. And that ritual is a representation of the unity of man and woman. Okay? Unity. Keep that in mind. If women have no accountability for their actions, just, just for starters, if a woman cannot have accountability for her mistakes of the past and her actions... What makes you think that she is capable of dealing with a guy in the future? It's not happening. A lot of these broads are unstable. <coughs> They're unstable due to their activities and their behaviors with men. If you notice, and I'm about to get real deep. If you're a guy and you grew up in the city or you grew up around a good amount of people and you've been around a good amount of women, you can tell when a woman is completely damaged from how she acts, how she acts in public, how she acts in private, the people she's around, the music she listens to, the influencers, the influencers in her life. Maybe she's a big follower and fan of Brittany Renner. These destructive statistic, walking, human, breathing statistics. Single mother by 30. The niggas ain't shit narrative. The go get a bag narrative. Then later on, the men are trash narrative. Then the kill all men narrative. That's when she's a real lefty. All of this energy from a female today is strictly um, leftist, lefty 
like the extremist turned hippie movement where it's like feminism today, like I said before, the woman who made the predatory female. And I think there's another book that I can't think of. Predatory female. The manipulative man. Oh, the manipulative, the manipulated. Is it the manipulative man? I forgot. One of those books was written by a feminist. And like I said, I give credit where credit is due. I don't give a fuck who writes the fucking book. If it's insightful, I'm reading it. That's when it came for me. Also, that's just with life and just being being diverse. You know what I mean? Getting all types of information from all different types of people. And the funny thing about it was when I put all of the appearances or whatever upbringing that person had aside, the information is what mattered. Therefore, the message outweighs the messenger, always. If you ever notice where a celebrity says something simple that really doesn't make any sense if you think about it, but people love to share, it's like one of those quotables. I call them quotables. The quotable post. And it's like stupid fucking like concepts, but... It's the celebrity and it's the status of that celebrity that makes whatever he says or she, in most cases, important. Most of these niggas and celebrities are not important people. They're just, they're popular people in a sense that people watch them, they view them as entertainment, but they're not people to um, follow orders from. A lot of you niggas is completely fried and brainwashed and you really believe what these fucking celebrities and a lot of these fucking politicians tell you. That's why when I told niggas I fucked with Trump, I gave I gave specific reasons. Specific reasons. If you got to really think about this, right? Here's a nigga that funded his own campaign. The Republicans didn't even fuck with Trump. The Republicans didn't even fuck with Trump and they still don't fuck with Trump for the most part. Now, there may be a few of them now that regret Trump getting out of office, but they never really fucked with him like that. They looked at him as like a as a Saturday Night Live skit. They looked at him as like a joke. They thought there's no way in hell that people would vote in a Donald Trump as president. And these people knew nothing about Trump. Because Trump was talking about running for president since 83, I believe. See, I know, I know, I know information about people, especially quote unquote important people, because if it comes down to making a decision or just a valid opinion, because I believe a vote is an opinion anyway, voting doesn't really count. It's a statement. And I got to be careful how I say that as a black man, because I understand the trials and tribulations that we had to go through as a melanated people to be able to have the right to vote and voice our opinion. But with that being said, the shit doesn't really matter. These cocksuckers choose whoever they want. Now, I don't know why they chose or how I know how Trump got elected. I, I believe there's more black people that voted for Trump than what we would a lot of us would choose to admit. Me, I, I did it at first. Uh, 2018 came along. 
<clears throat> and fuck it, it's Freestyle Friday. I'm not doing the article. I'll do the article tomorrow. We'll talk about shit test tomorrow and everything else. But 2016, I was doing live videos, and I can remember it like it was yesterday. I had an Acura. It was a CL some shit. I forgot these fucking car names. But I used to record in that car because, number one, the transmission gave out months ago. And it was parked. It was tucked in a parking lot that was in between two areas that I know nobody would fuck with. So every now and then, when I was really getting into, like, recording and speaking my mind, I started on Facebook. And this was, this was before even um, Facebook Live wasn't even a thing at that time. I either recorded it through my phone. I would record 30. I know my phone, I memorized, like, maybe 45, sometimes minutes that I had to record, like, a decent quality video and then upload it on Facebook and wait like four minutes for it to upload. <laughs> but during those times when the election came up, <clears throat> it was Hillary. It was it was Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Me, I pretty much was sure that the world was going to end. I was pretty sure that we were on the route to World War Three. I really believed that. I didn't really care. Like I said, fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? This country's fucked up, but fuck it. I fuck with this country, but we live in a fucked up country. And I fuck with it and I fuck with everybody in it. Even the people I don't like. Like, so I'm saying to myself, okay, I definitely don't want Hillary Clinton's bitch ass, hoe ass, old, uh, old, non-functioning, zombified, democratic, slave master woman to run the country. You feel me? So I'm like, Trump, I'm like, man, I can't fuck. I'm, I'm listening to the hype, though. Keep in mind, I'm doing what everybody else was doing. I'm participating in the hype. People are showing me videos of Trump wilding the fuck out. And at first, I'm like, yeah, this nigga's out of pocket. Then something happened. I forgot what happened 2018. Something happened 2018. That's when I started working at this one job that I was at, which was a terrible, bad job. Um, predominantly African-American melanated people in the most destructive, just unorganized, dysfunctional manner, completely destructive, pretty much tore the school up. But um, yeah, I was at a school, another school during that time, and it was tough. But um, they had a they had the picture of the president, which, of course, at this time was Donald Trump and Michael Pence. Also, they had Obama and Joe Biden and the presidents and shit, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, especially in a high school, something you probably, I don't know. Do they have pictures of presidents in high schools? I doubt it. But it for that time, I, I thought it was cool. Somebody took the took Trump shit out, took, um, took what's it called? Uh, Michael Pence shit out, threw it on the ground. <laughs> it, it, they broke the little uh, picture shit. And I just said to myself, man, what is it about this nigga? That's what I question. I'm saying even high school kids, bro, like. And this wasn't even high school technically. This was just ninth grade. The school system there was fucking weird. They had ninth grade, which was sort of designed as a vocational 
grade where whatever like career or whatever choice you make you take the you take the courses for that one half of the day and then you do your academia and that's just ninth grade and then you go to the quote-unquote high school and i guess it's just i don't know but i looked into trump at that point 20 2018 going into the well 2018 going into 2019 so it's like september 2018 now by the time it was 2019 i'm not gonna lie to y'all my way of thinking was entirely different and i don't even mean when it just comes to trump i mean when it just comes to life like i said to myself how can this white nigga trump that this is a nigga who all these rappers was jocking. All these rappers were emulating. All these rappers were comparing themselves to. A lot of rappers were taking pictures with. And they seem, they seemed to not look at Trump as a racist at that time. In fact, they were probably the closest. They're, they're the closest people to him. That's why when you hear niggas like Shaquille O'Neal, when Shaquille O'Neal talked about how he hung, he hangs out with Trump and shit like that, people people don't say nothing. You know why people don't say nothing? Because it's Shaquille O'Neal. Like, I didn't understand <coughs> how a person could be so vilified just through a matter of opinion. But then he showed a level of leadership that wasn't really heard of or wasn't really seen, especially for the black community. The information is there, bro. Like, and, and the effect, the cause and the effect at that particular time in the uprising of black conservatism was, 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 was getting there. If he would have had, if he would have had four more years, who, who, who knows how far shit would have went. And I mean with black conservatism. And I also mean with a lot of the, I can't even go through. Was it First Act? That's not it. I think that's what fucking Dems did that. Uh, opportunity Zones. There, he was trying to do a lot of shit. And he was actually low-key trying, uh, trying to create, or probably in, one, in a lot of ways created, uh, black entrepreneurship. But it's funny because at that time, like I said, 2018, when I was just recorded in my car, I was getting secondhand information. Like, niggas don't be wanting to hear secondhand information. I got a nigga who can barely spell, right, trying to tell me what's going on. Mission failed. We'll go next time. The fuck, what do I look like? But at that time, that's how I was coming. I was never a Obama supporter. <coughs> I want to say that again. I was never a Obama or Biden supporter. For a multitude of reasons. I think the people who criticized Kamala Harris, right? 
are the same people who hypocritically say that Obama this, Obama that, right? There is a shift. There was a shift at one point where there were more people becoming conservative or simply what they call walk away, whatever, the, the black sit, black exit, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Feel me? And slowly but surely, it's still picking up. Matter of fact, it may be picking up more now than ever. It may have to take a slow, dysfunctional motherfucker like Joe Biden getting in the office. And see me, I don't give a shit, man. Niggas want to talk politics, we in there. You want to talk some sucker shit, chasing after women. Pedestalizing these hood boogers with nothing to offer. You may need to just check out Pornhub, let off your frustration, and, and just get the fuck out of here. See, a lot of guys, it either breaks down to you're trying to get the information or you're just looking for a flex. A lot of niggas are just looking for a flex. What do I mean by that term? Looking for a flex. Okay. My interpretation of this saying is, you are just looking for um, you're looking for persona. You know what I mean? You're looking for a flex. First of all, rest in peace, Young Dolph. Rest in peace, Slim 400. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Um, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. But the flex part is similar to rappers. And like I said, I'm excluding them and I'm giving my flowers and my condolences. But a lot of rappers, they have a flex. A lot of people call it drip. I, I believe that the term drip is less appropriate and it also sounds sus aka suspect to use but that's just me um the flex is it's like the machismo it's like the unnecessary ego the flex equals the unnecessary ego and when it comes to self-development or better yet the game of self-development aka rpg within the, I guess, your biggest opponents and your red pill awakening, it will be people you least expect, right? I talk about this briefly a lot. Certain friends, certain family members. You know what I mean? I know a lot of guys, they got red pilled in a relationship by a friend or by something they seen go on. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of guys who are even in marriages. Rolo Tomasi talks about this a lot. Red-pilled and married. You get into a marriage two, three years down the line, you come up with this type of content, and you're like, damn, the fuck am I going to do now? If I leave, this bitch is going to fry me. And see, that's why I feel, I feel sorry for a lot of those guys. Those niggas get married to these bitches, right? 
they'll get married to these heifers, right? And then they run into the content. They run into Rolo Tomasi. They run into Donovan Sharp. Um, they run into Minister Jap. They run into uh, Coach Greg Adams. They run into uh, Casual Bachelor. They run into Better Bachelor. I think I already mentioned him. Um, they run into Taylor Define. They run into Undead Chronic, Hammerhand, the MGTOW Monk. But it's but in their mind, it's too late. They're already two, three years in the fucking marriage. So now they just have to, you know, fight it out. Especially if they have kids. He already has that mindset of happy wife, happy life. We don't condone that fuckery. We don't condone that fuckery. Because we know these type of people. Michael Cole. And who's that? Oh, it's Mr. MVP, Sam. A simp. These are the only people, the men, who keep this um, foddery and the profit of the thought is from the blood, sweat, and tears. And from the wallets of these desperate men via OnlyFans. Look, I don't care what any of y'all niggas tell me. You can't tell me shit. When it comes to OnlyFans, if you are paying content monthly to see a bitch take her clothes off, or not even take her clothes off, just pose and do stupid shit, you are a glorified simp. You are a glorified simp and probably in one main category that everybody, uh, every everybody in the manosphere and everybody, everybody knows of at this point. Beta. Yeah. Beta. That's beta male shit. And see me, I'm not a gorilla with my chest out. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking about uh, smashing bitches late night. I'm not talking about none of that shit. I'll talk about previous experiences with that to make valid points, especially getting into red flags and yellow flags and shit that I may have not noticed. Then that sometimes I pick up on now when I just sit back and think. See me, I work. I work a simple job. I just work shitty hours. So even right now, it's 8.09. You feel me? I know I started like a little bit before 7.21. Uh, we're at 51 minutes. Like I'm usually done everything 6.30, 7 o'clock, guaranteed. So I have about two hours, sometimes three hours, 15 minutes. I got my laptop in the car with me. I didn't bring it with me inside because I usually don't use it. I have everything finished. I usually try to record and then by the time I come in, you know what I mean, I pretty much wrap everything up. I think that's what I'm going to do tonight just because fuck it. <clears throat> Plus I have all this shit written down so I'm probably going to address all of this tonight. Fuck it. This is a Freestyle Friday. So I want to get back into the misguided women and the overeducated and underappreciated. But 
I also want to get into a little bit more of the self-development, the red pill game, or the game of self-development, red pill. I think I should call it the game of self-development, dot, 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 red pill. But I think that'll be OD, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to call it uh, the game of self-development. Yeah. I think. Um, and the reason why I want to get into this is because I'm kind of drifting closer and closer into the Sigma male mindset. And let me express something, right? In the same way, it's corny. Oh, let me put this. I'm bugging. In the same way, put this fucking uh, heat on, man. Shit, it got cold as fuck out here. Out of nowhere. Had a fucking put back the sunroof but um oh yeah that's toasty alright good this is a good setting um sorry man that I needed to uh put the heat on the thing about the alpha slash beta thing is it's it's bad to point it out on either end like for me personally, if a guy is truly alpha, he doesn't tell people he's alpha. He doesn't need to. Unless he's proven a point. For example, you got alpha male strategies. You know what I mean? I fuck with him. Shout out to alpha male strategies. You know what I mean? There's people who incorporate that mindset. But to truly be an alpha, that's that's something that a person already has. Like I said, charisma, another example. The way you communicate with people, the way you articulate words and you put different meanings to certain things. It's still logical. It still makes sense. But compared to most people who are just like cut and dry, like a lot of these women are just cardboard boxes with tits and ass and vaginas. They have really no personality. And the more you you dive into the attractive women, when you're around these type of attractive women, and like I said, I never I smashed. Just just to state just to state you know what I know. I smashed like more than a couple, top, what I would consider top of the line women at least in my area and then where I know compared to most niggas, most niggas was just fucking fat bitches and shit. Knocking up fat bitches. Like, that shit was cool. Never validated that. I'm not signed up for that. Anyway, there was a lot of that shit going on. You know what I'm saying? But getting into, like, whatever people think about when it comes to a guy who considers himself alpha, and especially if he betrays himself online like that, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to want to see receipts there's also people who are just more straight to the point there's the people who's not really trying to put on a front like i said these are more of the informative type people and then you got the the, the entertaining people 
but you also got your costume alphas. Sigma males. A Sigma male is a representation of an outsider, but it's an outsider. <clears throat> it's an outsider who's actually noticed by certain people on the inside. When you go places, I go places by myself, right? I'll go and grab something to eat by myself. I'll, uh, you know, I'll do certain shit by myself. I'll go shopping by myself. A lot of guys do that shit anyway. I don't, I didn't really, I never heard of like niggas saying like, yeah, we about to go to the mall, pick up a couple outfits, you're riding. Like that, that sounds like some female shit. Unless niggas like squat up, niggas meet up or some shit. That's like a different scenario. But then again, that's just for me. Anybody else who does that, I mean, no disrespect, but that's suspect. Especially if niggas ain't buying nothing. You got two niggas going to the mall with one nigga buying something. He in here looking for shirts. And these niggas looking like security guards and shit. Hood level security guards. Like, I see this shit all the time. But when you go to places by yourself, it's, I, I, I can't really describe it. If you're comfortable, if, in your own, if you're comfortable in your own company and you're just going from one place to another and you're not paying anybody any mind, the way these bitches look at you is entirely different. Because a, a, a quote-unquote alpha male, and when I say a quote-unquote alpha male, I mean a guy who just says he's an alpha male. Now, the reason why this may seem hypocritical is, well, you're saying you're a sigma male. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I consider myself a lone wolf, and that could be in connection to sigma male. By lone wolf, it doesn't mean you're a loner. But I'm not a black sheep either. We're going to break that down also. We're going to break that down like a compound as well. It's another fucking week, man. Like I said, I got to come back in here tomorrow. Luckily, rather than the traditional, I guess I'm going to have to do this next year as well. The 9 to 2 p.m. hours. I am now going to do 8.30 or, well, technically 9 a.m. to, what time did they say? 12. 9.30, well, 9, 9 to 12. Three and a half hours because technically I get here at 8.30. But we'll see. I don't fucking know. This shit is just incredible. There's only, like, one... There's only like one group of kids that's supposed to come here tomorrow. And that's at, I believe, 930 through 1030. And then after that, I would have um, an hour and a half to sit around. Meanwhile, I try to think ahead. So I don't even like bullshit. Like I don't I don't I don't waste time. So, like, there's a lot of things that I have to set up. Like, you know, simple shit. Like, nothing retarded, but I have to do it at a certain time. Like, oh, if the, if the basketball hoops aren't put up, I have to electronically put them up. 
And it's, it's this stick, this retarded stick that looks like a broken lightsaber that goes underneath uh, one of the basketball, one of the hoops underneath the backboard. And if you raise it and twist it, it, it raises it up and down. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, I have to put up certain chairs. All right, I'll just do that tonight. So I did most of what I needed to do besides put up these barriers because these badass children, man, I'm telling you. When you work around, I just want to, I want to just address something as well because I know what I know. This is experience. You feel me? And my conversations are everywhere because this is a Freestyle Friday anyway. This was just my excuse to talk about random shit. I know the environments of um, single mother bastard children. I know the environments of single mother bastard children. Why would I say that? And I'm not saying that in a fucked up manner. I'm really not. I'm not even trying to be funny saying that. That's why I didn't put the sound and put any sound effect. The single mother bastard children. Okay? Fuck it, I'm playing the organs. Yeah, single mother, bastard children. I, I know the environments. I know the behaviors. I know these women. I know them. I know them. I see them every day. In a lot of cases, I am forced into interactions with these type of women. And they're not bad people. They're just people I wouldn't fuck with. You know the professionalism that black men are expected to have, or better yet, we're expected not to have the professionalism at the workplace, out of the workplace. And I broke this shit down a long time ago, and I'm going to break it down again. As a man, you do not want to be a gentleman today. Fuck all this corny, all this bullshit that these niggas talking about when it comes to being a quote-unquote gentleman. Do not listen to these niggas. Their topics and their information is mediocre at best, and they have nothing to offer besides bullshit. And pretty much this idea, right, where a man, it's like the same with the church. The man puts all of his chips out there, right? The man is the one who puts all of his bets on the table, right? His career, his livelihood, the car he drives, the house he lives in, puts all that to into in, the pot. To a woman to look at, see the potential that this man actually has and go, you're just not good enough. And then continue to go out, sport fuck, 
wait five to ten years when she's just completely washed. Completely drenched. Completely wasted. The term wasted potential. These are the type of women you deal with. And we see these type of wasted, wasteful bitches every fucking day, don't we? Go out the house, walk down the street, bam, there's a wasteful bitch. There's one. Just point it out. Drive around. Oh, there's one. Bitch walking around with nothing to offer society. Only thing that she got to offer men is the pussy. And most of the time, that's used and abused anyway. But like I said, the simps keep keep this shit spinning. These are the niggas, like I said, contributing. They, they, they are mass contributing funds and currency to these bottom-feeding OnlyFans type bitches. Now, here's the thing. And this is this is the point that I make on occasion, nigga. Like I, I do this shit on the regular. When you think about a porn star, for example, and I made this point where guys are paying money for seeing women take their clothes off online, when porn is free. These are the simp of all simps. These are sinister simps. These are simps who are like operating in another dimension. These are like grand dragon simps. Completely disgraceful, uh, completely disgraceful human beings, right? And the only thing they trying to do at the end of the day is either smash or they're completely delusional and they're caught up in the blue pill matrix and they're looking for a relationship with these type of women. We all had to learn this. Especially in the red pill and the manosphere. I know I did. I learned on several occasions. The fucked up part about it is I didn't learn about it until it was too late. So even though that information is informative today, a lot of that at that time, that shit was terrible. You learn firsthand that in some cases with, see, in these bitches, it used to be a time where, of course, you're high up women, the women who are like high level, I wouldn't even say high quality, I would just say, um, I wouldn't say high value, I'd say high quality. And by quality, I mean just in the looks department. Qual to qualify, therefore, would mostly just be in the looks department. So this fucking belief that women had of love at first sight and shit like that, going back to women love the idea of love. They don't love a person. They love the relationship. They don't love the man they're in the relationship with. And when people hear this shit, they go, that makes no sense, such and such, this and that. But I say, if you really think about it, right, this is why cheating... The dynamic of cheating with men and women are entirely different. When a woman cheats, the women are actually still on her side. There's only a few women that will really criticize her in any way, shape, or form. When a man cheats, that guy is fucking crucified. Even if the woman cheats, they'll question the man and say, well, the man had to do something wrong. What did the man do wrong? 
in order to make this woman make this irrational decision. That's how our society began to function. And the men who followed this shit, these are quote unquote beta males or they have beta male tendencies. Now, the guys who stand out are your quote unquote alpha males. These guys don't necessarily need game because they have the looks, the athleticism, the etc. They're seen to women in the sexual market as worthy property. Therefore, these women are willing to invest their time, even though they know that that particular man is invested in other women. This is how competitive a woman can get when it comes to men. But as we learn more and more, even the five and below bitches expect the higher up men as well. And these women are complete failures. And at the very least, matter of fact, fuck it. They're a fucking joke at best. Fuck these bitches. Fuck these bitches. These goofy bitches are a fucking joke and an embarrassment at best. Fuck this shit. See, now I understand why a lot of people can't fuck with me like that. Because I'll start off in a good mood, and then I really think about this shit. I go, damn, that is true. See, like, I really do have, I believe, like the Steph is cold approach. And I don't mean cold approach. I mean the content creator Steph is cold. I have more of the mindset and the reaction that he has. Where it's just all raw for me from now on. It doesn't bother me if a bitch isn't interested in me. In a lot of cases, because I've came to the realization that due to the behaviors and due to the attitude and the dysfunctional lifestyle that the bitch lives, I'm not interested in the hoe either. So it's cool on both ends. I sit back and watch you failures proceed to talk about what a high value man is, but you got two kids by two different baby daddies who you say ain't shit, but you looking for a high value man. How does that work? How is a high value man going to look at your dysfunctional ass as anything other than um, just another pair of legs in the air? Get the fuck out of here. We not playing. We mopping these bitches up. We mopping these hoes up tonight, okay? Late night shit. We we mopping these hoes up tonight. We need the wet. We we need the mop bucket and everything. We using bleach. We using bleach. And and then later on, once it dries up, we're gonna use um, disinfectant, bitch. We're gonna really clean this shit up tonight. We're gonna really mop these bitches up. We gotta fry these bitches. Sizzler Steakhouse, bitch. Medium, medium well, bitch. Feel me? That's how we're going to do it tonight. Because, see, I really begin to understand, like, now that it really begins to set in, like, all right, I'm in this position right now. I'm making this much money. I'm not dealing with no fuckery. 
I deal with no meaningless people. I roll solo. I am the lone wolf out here. You feel me? I am the lone wolf out here. And I'm cool. I'm cool with that because the progress that I made is is bittersweet. I think a lot of I think a lot of men who understand what I'm talking about know what I'm getting to. Where it's like you were actually capable of doing the things that you said you wanted to do. But because you did it by yourself, your your opinion and your view on people are entirely different. So you have more of a realistic approach when it comes to people. I don't let a lot of people in. I just don't. With women, there has to be a sexual value. I can go off of that. If you have sexual value and you come with, with something to offer, then that's a different story. But people in general, and a lot of women especially, who generally have nothing to offer, I don't I don't talk to those women at all. I don't I don't socialize with those women. Those women would probably look at me as a as a complete uh, antisocial because I am towards those bitches. I don't even want to be in the same room with with a lot of with a lot of women today. And that's just me being honest. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I'm no I'm no male model, but I'm no bum ass nigga either. Feeling most of most of these bitches don't really put in any effort and put in any physical work to really gain much respect from men when it comes to their criticism. That's where they that's where they kind of fuck up at. See, women only become and I'm bringing all these topics into it anyway cuz that's how I do it. Women become educated because of the competitive nature that they want to have. They don't have a competitive nature only when it comes to men, but they want to compete against men and they want to compete to prove a point to men, but they end up becoming the lonely, miserable, cat women, utter, complete failures at the end. They're sick. These broads are sick. These broads are sick. If you really, like, like, I, like I tell people all the time, right? When you look at a single man versus a single woman, you you see two completely different dynamics. With the man being single, you generally see the man by himself. Or if he's single and dating, he's going to be more occupied dating. Or a lot of guys just aren't comfortable being single, so they're going to constantly be in the fight and constantly be online, constantly be on the dating apps to try to get the next opportunity, which is fine. I don't go against that. What I'm saying is the man is usually the hunter when it comes to being single. He has to be the one who puts in the effort. He has to be the one who approaches. Going out on dates, he has to be the gentleman. He has to be chivalrous. He has to pay for the meals. He has to... He has to be presentable without being a quote-unquote nice guy. But he has to have an edge without being a complete jerk at the same time. And see, this is how dysfunctional... And the reason how I know this is because I've heard this from bitches. 
And I haven't even heard this directly from bitches. I've heard this just walking by. When you're in an environment that involves mostly women, that tends to happen. Once you begin paying attention, if you're fortunate, for me, it started off at first. I couldn't stand being around a lot of these bitches. Not these, not these people in general, but the other people that I had to work with in the school system, you're dealing with a predominantly female environment in general. Um, minus maybe your your two male figures, three male figures. One may be the vice principal. One may be the principal. One may be a gym coach. And that's usually it. It's all, everything else is women, right? You'll hear these type of conversations. You know what I mean? Some of it's very insightful. It is very insightful. If you're around it, you got to know, you got to be around it firsthand to really experience it. You understand? I can explain it. I may do it in the future. But the educated women, right, they compete against men for success or for clout, for attention, for gratification. And they miss out on the entire concept of a relationship. And these are the bitches who later on in their lives talk about they want a bitch. See, this this, this is where hoes fuck up at. I'm going to tell y'all straight up. This is where hoes completely fuck up, lose their fucking minds. These hoes wait. These hoes wait until they 40, 50 years old to talk about they want to find a man who's evenly yoked. Even though at one point when she was 25 or even approaching 30, she was a lot better, a lot more in shape. But she just wanted to go out there, sleep around and live her best life. Fuck these bitches. Fuck them. Fuck them. The more, the more and more I hear stories and, and I see old like television shows that show articles of these black women looking for the strong black man, and then you see the strong black man and they say, we don't want strong black women, these women lose their fucking minds. You know why? Because especially black women, they have that masculine energy. You try to give a bitch a hug and get close to a bitch, she, she push you back, try to give you dap, fist bump, pre-COVID, nigga. She try to give you a, a, a fist bump pre-COVID. These, I'm telling you, this shit, this shit is mind-boggling. And this shit's been going on. And shout out to Minister Jap. This shit's been going on for decades. This shit's been going on for decades to a point where now it's almost common that a woman is quote unquote career oriented. Now, this doesn't mean she necessarily gets a fucking career at the end of the day. And a lot of these bitches end up miserable and in debt with student loans. But we're not even going to talk about that part. Because in that entirety, we can get into another two fucking hours. And I'm not here to do all that. We already approaching two hours now, if I'm not mistaken. No, we're not. We're going to approach two hours on the way out. I think I'm going to end this at a little bit towards nine. Yeah, a little bit towards nine. Fuck it. It's about eight thirty something now. These these educated women, right? They tend to forget that number one. Their career doesn't matter because number two, their money doesn't matter. 
our career and our decisions matter to a woman because our money matters to a woman. They believe equality works both ways in that aspect. And these bitches need a harsh reality. Whatever you do for a living, ladies, be happy and be proud doing it. I'm not discreet. I'm not I'm not even going to talk about if you're if you do this, you're at that. If you're making money, you make ends meet. Salute. Right. But see, never mind. This goes back to. This goes back to like the concept that I made a long time ago, and I don't want to contradict myself. And I just I just remembered because it popped up in my head where a bitch who's a bag lady at ShopRite can fuck with a guy who makes six figures. It is a possibility, right? But a bitch who's <laughs> seven figures, she can be the most rich, successful bitch in the world. If she can't communicate with men, she's a fucking failure. She is a rich, successful failure. A lot of women today are well-educated, but never well-behaved. Think about that. A lot of women today are well-educated, but they don't seem to be well-behaved. It's interesting. And the more I think about it, it reminds me just like when you see shows like Love and Hip Hop, or you see shows like um, Flavor of Love, or you see shows like um, New York, New York, you see how they like, uh, um, like these type of figures, as we call in the black community, coonery, that takes place in front of our very eyes. These buckeye, uh, ferocious black bitches, ferocious, like rhinos, like bisons, like these are ferocious black beasts fighting making an ass out of themselves on national television. And see, black culture, we're used to that shit. I'll never get used to seeing some Buckeye coon shit. I can't accept it. Oh, Kanye West is a coon. How? Tell me. I want to know. When the, when the everyday rapper does your stereotypical coon shit, how? How, Sway? <laughs> how, though? But it's all about that mindset when you're melanated and a lot of culture or within the culture in a lot of cases, you're either one thing or you're a complete fucking square bum failure. But then you see a lot of those people who are considered that and they actually moving. They actually getting shit done because niggas don't really give a fuck about the streets and glorification of that. Niggas is caring about revenue. And a lot of you men, especially black men, you in your 30s, a lot of that shit you're going to have to put aside, yo. A lot of that shit you just going to have to put aside. We're getting to this money. A lot of people talking about there's no jobs. I see job openings every fucking day. I don't work in no fucking warehouses, but there's warehouse jobs available every fucking day online. They, they they supposedly start you off with good money, but we all know how those places operate. You can't just be out here. You just can't be out here listening to this message and you're not really getting things done. 
you can't just be a guy on his couch every day, his parents' house, not bringing nothing into the house. And see, look, I said this before. I'll say it again. If you live at your parents' house, you work at a job, and you're not putting any money in that house, you're a disgraceful piece of shit. You're disgraceful. If you just stay in... I don't look at it past 21 because I look. I know the reality and the statistics. I know the stats. It's not like that. Even though people want it to be like that, they assume, all right, you're 21, you should be out of the house. Shit doesn't work out like that. I think a lot of it was in a, it was some sort of social awakening when it came to colleges and education where many people later on found trades elsewhere. They do, uh, like my boy, he does HVAC. I had another guy he did uh, HVAC as well, but they did this five, six years out of high school, just working regular average jobs, doing the same shit that I was pretty much doing out of high school. Oh, warehouse job here, warehouse job there. Didn't get into the school, uh, didn't get to the school district, even though technically I was technically never in the school district. I was under contract with a company. See here, I'm actually under the school district, so I get so I get all of the uh, the bennies, I get all the benefits, and um, I get all that shit, man. I get the benefits, four hundred one k bullshit, you know what I mean? The retirement plan. So when I get the fuck out of here, when I get out of here eventually, I'll have a good amount to walk away with. <laughs> you feel me? I have a good amount to walk away with, for sure. But uh, before doing all this shit, it was just trying to make ends meet. Motherfuckers, I, what I never understood was when people talk about or criticize a motherfucker, quote unquote, living check to check. When in all actuality, an everyday hardworking person is going to live check from check. With the cost of living, I'm in Jersey. Jersey sucks. Let's just face it. We all know this. Jersey, Jersey's, Jersey's a terrible state. I'm from Jersey. I can say that. But Jersey is a terrible state. And to live out here, it's almost like unnecessary. You feel me? So for a lot of people who are like 25, staying at the house, contributing money, that's a whole different story. If a bitch talks about... And see, this is the thing about women. It's always double standards. It's always one-sided criticisms. It's, you're fat, but don't talk about me, body positivity. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Sit down somewhere. Go on a treadmill. Sit down, eat a salad, and shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers don't be wanting to hear this shit. You're constantly dealing with women who are out of shape. You're dealing with unnecessarily fat bitches who talk about they want a man with a six-pack, but this bitch got about five or six chins. Old pressures in the face ass bitches. Old, old, old Monique from the Parkers back in the day in the face ass bitches. See, these, see the, the problem with these bitches is, like I said, they're not used to 
to heavy criticism. They're used to being handled with kid gloves. And I think the problem with a lot of men today is a lot of guys are just afraid to step out of there and just and tell women to shut the fuck up. I, I think I've reached the pivotal in my, in my God-given lifetime to finally come to the conclusion of fuck these bitches. And if bitches get out of pocket with me, I'm not even going to pretend to tolerate it. And see, the way that I've been dealing with it, putting these bitches in their place, is non-controversial, <laughs> um, non-confrontational, swift, swift, soft, but stern. That's it with most of these women. There's no, there's no reason for a guy to go back and forth with a modern-day woman. What is your point? Remember, I'm talking about single men now, right? I'm still on this single men, single women narrative. A single man is single. Oh, he's on the dating market, but he's not necessarily dating. He's on these dating apps swiping, but a lot of, a lot of times he don't get swipes back. So he has to put in double the amount of effort than a bitch who looks half as attractive on the sexual market value as he does. That's just the reality. So when women talk about they're single, that's entirely different. Oh, sure, she's not official. She's not in a relationship. But she could be seeing two or three guys on average. And by seeing, I do mean dating. And also, in a lot of cases, having sex with these three guys. So the idea for a guy to go into the relationships with any sort of traditionalism is retarded. You are going to become a rag doll to these hoes. And these hoes, see, this is the thing with a lot of these women. They take pleasure in dysfunction, and they take pleasure in chaos when it comes to being vindictive towards men. They want all the smoke. See, this is why a lot of these women put their hands on men. They're used to that dysfunction. They may grow up in a household that had that same dynamic. For all we know, these goofy, crazy, retarded-ass bitches think that's normal. I remember growing up, I'd never forget this. I remember growing up, we was playing tag. I was a little, I was, I was like, I had to be at least like 10 Maybe 11. You know what I mean? Because you got to think, that may sound crazy today that 10 or 11-year-olds are playing tag. But you have to remember the video games wasn't really there. Video games were there, but they weren't there like that. There were still kids going outside and playing. You know what I mean? The internet wasn't like that. Um, social media wasn't even a thing. So there was a lot of kids outside. I remember playing tag with these girls, right? And it was like four of these girls. And two of them were really, two of them were cute. I thought, you know, I'm saying cute. I'm not going to say attractive because that's weird because I'm talking about young girls. But I'm talking about it in my age. So I want to clear that up. So we're playing tag. And one chick, this black chick, she decides to play tag. But she was like very nasty, very mean. You know what I mean? Like I said, growing up. 
the most disrespectful, out-of-pocket, hurtful things that I've ever heard from women came from black women. Okay? So all so I laugh a lot of times when these bitches talk about black love and this and that. Like, I don't follow that narrative. Cause I know it, I know that it pertains bullshit. And most of the guys who follow that, these uh protect our queen type niggas, these niggas ain't shit either. And they bring nothing to the table. I said before, a lot of these simps. You you better off saving a hoe than you are saving a simp. I I strongly believe that you are better off saving a hoe than saving a simp. You're better off. I mean, like I said, the bitch who's single, the single female is on dating apps. The single female is still hooking up with men. The single female is never alone. Keep in mind, compare this to the single man who usually works alone, drives alone, does most of his activities during the day alone. Most guys are alone on the regular. A female who is single is usually never alone. Never happens. Never happens. Never happens. So all this bullshit that I hear where these women are woofing, crying, and complaining about not being able to find a worthy guy when this bitch has access to so many guys that her inbox would speak for itself. Her DMs would speak for itself. These bitches just have unrealistic expectations and then they'll easily find themselves miserable at the end of the day. Because what a surprise. All this shit that you thought would would come to you, all the high-valued men and all of these fucking alphas that you sport-fucked would be able to benefit you, but they just looked at you as a fucking plate. They looked at you as a meal. Now you wash the fuck up. Now you out here looking trifling, talking about where's all the good men. The good men are not paying attention to you. It's not happening. It's not happening. They're not paying attention to you. Where are the high-value men? The high-value men are not dealing with single mothers. Where are the high-value men? The high-value men are not dealing with women who have poor relationships with their father. Where are the high-value men? The high-value men are not even in your radius. See, you looked at, as a woman, these women looked at, High value as the end all be all. And then all of the other guys who are competing, all of the other guys who are even mid-range, close to mid-range, over mid-range, around that bracket like myself. Oh yeah, $100,000, $100,000 plus a year. A lot of people say 150000 a year. That's high value. And all these women go nuts. They look at the number and go, yeah, I want a man like that. I want a man like that. But these bitches aren't even in the fucking physical ability. They don't even have the physical attraction to deal with and compete with those bitches. Stop it. Sit down. Sit down. Have a seat. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. Have a seat, bitch. 
the fuck is on your mind? But see, a guy can't tell a woman that. I've said this before. The reason why the black pill exists is because, to be quite honest, guys are just more realistic. Meaning, if a guy really feels he's doomed, he's just going to say, fuck it, we're doomed. A bitch, she knows that she's a failure, but she'll be constantly reminded and motivated to chase a bag by chasing a body. They chase a bag by chasing a body. Do you understand? They have no communication skills. Poor relationship skills at best. Poor relationship past. Failed relationship past. Problem lat, uh, excuse me, problematic relationship past. Fuck. Every time I think about a guy who's like, see, you have to really think about that. Like a man who's single, like I've been single for nearly seven years. It's been an okay ride. It could have been better. See me today. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to smash bitches. That's just me. Any idea of a relationship? Sure. I'll, I'll sell a bitch a dream. I'll tell her what she wants to hear, but I'm going to act and live entirely different. And I know that sounds fucked up, but that's just, that's just survival. See, once you're a guy who's been that doormat, once you're a guy who's been that emotional tampon and you snap out of it and you just get fortunate enough to find the red pill, the red, the red pill, it's a wrap. Your whole, for you to think back to how you acted, you should be disgusted. I think about how I acted and how I was in the past dealing with these funky, dysfunctional ass bitches. And I pray and thank to God every day that I found a red pill. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Because really, they're, they're really, today, men, the harsh reality for this weekend for you guys to resonate with because we're getting into nine o'clock and you know we we do what we usually do although this time we do it in a very unorganized fashion and even though it's not close to two hours yet so we're gonna wait to two hours fuck it i don't give a shit it's almost nine i did everything actually yeah matter of fact fuck it we camping in today i gotta come back to this motherfucker in 12 hours, actually. eight 8.57. So tomorrow I gotta be here by 9. But technically I have to be here at 8.30. So, yeah. We camping in. But you really have to notice what I've said. A man who's single technically means a man who has less options. A woman who's single is usually the one who has the most options because she has all of the tools 
to be marketable. Even a woman who is unpresentable, even a woman who is out of shape. I say this all the time. You refrigerator shaped bitches. You fucking conventional oven shaped bitches. You fucking dryer and washing machine combo shaped bitches. Heavy hitting heifers, bitch. Biscuit. Biscuits drenched in gravy eating bitches. You bitches are disgraceful at best. But you consider yourself to be the best. And you want the best. These bitches have shallow how syndrome. These bitches look into the mirror and see a perfect 10. And shaped like a complete zero. A complete and utter failure. It always surprises me sometimes when I see such expectations from such low value women. And like, I tend to take this opposite narrative of someone like Kevin Samuels, right? Where he talks about high value men. I talk about low value women because unlike women who watch this, there's more chances that men actually dealt with low value women than these women deal with high value men. That is a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. I'm going to say that again, though, with no sound. See how Kevin Samuel speaks his message. He speaks it towards, in all actuality, low value women. But he advertises high value men, right? He'll say you need this to be a high value, to be with a high value man, knowing that most of the bitches who check this shit out are dysfunctional hoes at best to begin with. That's why it's comical, because you'll find single mothers of three go on talking about they deserve a high value man. But they've already tried and they've already given up one of their most possessive and important values of being a woman to a man, which is her womb, to three different men in some cases. Because, you know, these bitches that have multiple kids, it's never by one father. Never is. Never is. Right? But he caters to that audience. I cater to a more realistic audience of men, meaning the everyday working men. Right. There may be a lot of us who are trying to climb that ladder and trying to make a lot more money and who have dreams to start their own business and companies. But we are also realistic enough to know that we still have to grind, whether these bitches appreciate it or not, which most of these bitches don't. This is why men lost respect. And I'm going to probably uh, reincorporate that in the next uh, topic as well. Why men have generally lost respect for women. See, women have already lost respect for men. And I'm going to tell you when it happened. When a woman was able to make easy money for displaying herself in any way, shape, or fashion, she lost respect for men. And that's seen in an entire different way with women who don't even participate in it. 
because a woman will also agree with that. If a guy goes out every day, his claim to fame is he goes out and he goes to the strip, strip club and he gives this this woman, all these women, his money, his hard-earned money. A woman will look at him like he's a complete failure. But the strippers won't look at him like that, at least on stage, because it's all a game. It's, it's a game, more importantly, for the women, because the women know that that guy doesn't even know he's being played. Let's get it. Let's get it. What the fuck? What the fuck? Friday night. We gotta come back to these fucking people the next morning. It is what it is. I ain't even running machines tonight. Like, I don't even give a shit. Because I know when I come here, I have three and a half fucking hours to run the, the machine on this floor. And by the way, that activity takes less than an hour. So I'm going to have to stretch this bitch out more than I want to. But then again, I don't really give a shit anyway. I got nothing but time on my hands, especially during the weekend. You know, I'm trying to be more active anyway. So I figured just by getting some more extra hours, I can be a little bit more motivated. And for the most part, it works. Plus, like I said, it's only three and a half hours, so it's not even half of what I usually work during the day. But for how much I get paid, even those bit of hours make a good amount of a difference on a paycheck. But once again, that's what happens when you just, you work, you grind, um, you disconnect. It's it's a fucked up way to, to put it. And I think this is where the Sigma males sort of identify with this more than an alpha male. When you disconnect, everything it's it's fuck everything it, it's what you have to do it's the achievements that you feel you need to make it's the goals you feel you need to accomplish and you realistically come to the conclusion that a lot of people will not understand so it's not even really worth incorporating people when it comes to this podcast that's how i feel i share it because i still feel that it's a message that somebody can see or so, uh, it's a message that somebody can hear you know what I mean? Other than that, I don't really give a fuck about reaching people, especially in my area. Because people would just rather see the messenger. Like, oh, we're not listening to what this nigga's talking about. They're not going to listen to the message. They're just going to judge the messenger. So a lot of guys, especially, we take that narrative where it's like, all right, we're going to do things dolo. We're going to stack money dolo. We're going to get better jobs. Buy better cars, better ourselves beyond the material self-development, like I've stated. And we're going to talk about that in the future as well. But more Sigma males resonate with that because we went, we got into a point where, like I said, we marched to the beat of our own drum. But at the same time, we reached a point where yeah, there's certain people that will march alongside with us, but what are they marching alongside of us for? You know what I'm saying? Do you you really when when you question that, then you be then you begin um, evaluating certain friendships you have. Well, what are these people here for? Your champagne buddies, the people that only show up when you got something 
something to offer. When when you're celebrating, they know that you have something. So they're always there to congratulate you in person. Just to see if you got anything going on. If you don't, they scatter like roaches. And see, that's just the reality. That's real shit. That's something you're probably not going to hear in a lot of recordings. That's something you're not going to see in television. That's real life shit. Some things, sometimes things are too real to be televised. Sometimes things are too real to be televised. But with these words and the message, it's almost vital. It's almost essential to cross those boundaries. It's almost essential to go overboard. It's almost essential to incorporate things out of the norm or things unorthodox, more or less. Or just to view or listen to someone or something with with a different perspective. Motherfuckers ain't out here trying to impress people. You can't be out here trying to impress people and you trying to better yourself. It never works out. That's why when guys when guys mention the red pill and they talk about working out, they have to mention the fact that you have to better yourself for yourself. If you're just trying to do this to get an advantage with women, you're probably going to find yourself disappointed at the end. Because regardless of what you get, it will never be the result you think it will be. Unless you're actually willing to grind for that, which a lot of men just aren't willing to make sacrifices. I'm at an age, 33, the age of our Lord and Savior, 33, when he was sacrificed. And I say to myself, if I were to pass on at that age, God forbid, what sacrifices could I leave or what sacrifices could I make to really make a message or to leave a mark? And I came up with the podcast. Or I decided to stick with the podcast as that answer. Because like I say, this is the place where I talk about raw shit. We mentioned we mentioned topics. We went back and forth on each one, but we never really stick to one. And we still push this past two hours. You know what I mean? Like me personally, I don't I learned to sort of stay in my own lane, or better yet, I try to pave my own way. So I have my own lane or I I just have my own space or I have my own category or just my own style of um, speaking my mind. You feel me? I don't I don't want to be too much in a category, even though I'm talking about red pill, my interpretation or my perspective or my personal life experiences are entirely different than the next man, let alone the next melanated man. Because a lot of us just expect to walk, talk, and dress like one another. A lot of us weren't told to think outside of the box. You feel me? A lot of us weren't told to simply think outside of the box. So we essentially become slaves to our own minds due to other people's judgments of what we really think or how we really feel. And we live, all of us live in our own 
little space in our own little bubble beyond our true selves, our essence, beyond our flesh and our body. We have our conscience and we have things to talk about. But a lot of us feel trapped because we don't really have people we trust to talk about these things with. And there was another hidden meaning to the podcast where I've always expressed it being therapeutic in a way that Black Ram 313 expresses it. Shout out to Black Ram 313, by the way. But it's in the same way, like, this is therapeutic. So when I make the message of how speaking your mind, like, see, look, this is the thing. And going back to what Jordan Peterson says, when you're when you have creativity in a social norm or in a society that holds you to certain things and you go against that and you do something entirely different, you almost become an easy target. You know what I'm saying? When you speak your mind and you speak your opinion on a platform that can be heard by thousands of people, and if you're really about it, something that, that can be heard by millions of people, you are taking a risk. You're taking a huge risk. Especially if you're really talking about the issues and you're not afraid to shake things up a bit and you're not afraid to really ruffle some feathers and you're dealing with a lot of dysfunctional and hateful-ass people that'll try to throw dirt in your name only because they disagree with what you're talking about. That's where you reach a different plateau, but you sign up for it. You know what I'm saying? It's like back to fresh and fit. You can't go out there and dish criticism to people and then get mad and want to copy strike people, copyright strike people over the fact that they do the same towards you. That's bitch made shit. But we're in a society where there's actually a percentage of guys who agree with that decision they made. And you got to question these people. Especially if they're in the male space. The fuck you doing here then? Most of these niggas who call themselves alphas and shit, they're on seeking arraignment. They're buying pussy. And I have nothing against guys who trick. But be real about it. If you make money... See, this is the thing about... This is the hypocrisy, right? Celebrities that make money. Celebrities who make millions of dollars. Male celebrities. They'll pay for pussy. You know why they don't get criticized for it? Because they have the money to. That's one of the only reasons they don't. But an average person who's making average money, for him to spend his money on bitches, that scene is entirely terrible. Seriously. That's how it's looked at. I just find it a little hypocritical. But if your message is to... Give men insight on what not to do with women. And that's one of your things. Don't pay for pussy. And you get caught paying for pussy. Or you get caught in a possible transaction that involves paying for pussy. Come on, man. You got to get questioned for that. A lot of these niggas going to start getting crucified. These niggas going to start getting crucified out here. They're doing too much fraudulent shit, man. Too much fraudulent shit. Too much. Too much. 
And I almost, I question the people who go on there, but I don't at the same time because it's a huge platform. It's a huge platform. So if you're looking at it on a business perspective, then yeah, that's that's a big move. If you're looking at it on a straight down to what do you do or what you stand for type situation, it's not good at all. Their credibility, like a lot of content creators, only goes within viewership. You know what I mean? That's why with me, I come at this shit with a whole different energy. Because whether this shit gets anywhere or not, I'm still going to have the energy. I don't give a fuck. You feel me? I just don't give a shit. You know, I learned, I learned to care about what I do. I just, I also learned not to care about what most people say about it. Because most people don't understand it. And what I look like sitting down, breaking it down to these people who don't give a fuck to begin with. I'm, I'm going to stick to what I know. I'm also going to try different things, incorporating different things to the podcast. As you guys know, I do at least a compilation video every week, which I did a little compilation video. I might do another compilation um, video, but probably sometime next week. You know, of course, the holidays is coming up. I think the 20th. Yep, the, the 20th will be Monday. So we're going to do something Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I think I'm off Thursday. If not, I'm going to fucking call out. Fuck that. I'm going to call out, man. It's fucking bullshit. I think, I think Christmas Eve is Friday. So if I'm able to call out Thursday, that will be perfect. We're going to do a couple shows. We're going to do a couple of jam-packed shows. Don't get the game fucked up. Don't don't ever get the game fucked up. Cuz like I said, I when I when I decided that I was ready to come back and to really dedicate time and energy into the podcast. I started off rough. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know a lot of y'all was waiting for me to say, yeah, I went full force. No, I didn't do that. I started off kind of rough because I was in a rough position. But as I stated before, the podcast was also therapeutic. So it helped me get through a lot of the things that I was going through and to know that there was, whether small, medium, large, I think there was more viewership going on this year than last year. But there was definitely a lot more content and a lot more energy and a lot more passion. I put passion to this shit because this is my life. I'm not going to be fraudulent when I talk about whatever I do, whether it's good or bad. I haven't even I haven't even began getting into the simp tales that I'll be talking about very soon on here as well. Because I did a lot of simp shit and I paid the cost. I paid a price. I didn't, I didn't, literally buy bitches shit and pay for bitches. I didn't do none of that. I was never in that category. Can't mix me in that shit. Fuck that. Never. But I've done some crazy retarded shit when it comes to trying to impress these women. And of course, I learned the hard way, like a lot of us. But, you know, this has been like another jam-packed event extravaganza Friday extravaganza. I think I smoked that backwood already. That was that was actually some good weed. That was some good chronic. I really wish I had more. 
I can't really do all the shit that I want to do when I get home from work because I have to prepare myself for the following day, which is only, like I said, three and a half hours. But yeah, that only gives me a, a good amount of hours to play video games because that's what I'm going to do. I'm high enough to where I can just grab something to eat on the way home, fire up the Xbox One. I didn't get the new Xbox yet because don't really care to. But I got the Halo Infinite, downloaded once again. They shut me down, bro. These, these, uh, the Microsoft Mafia don't play around. They shut me down. I had a Game Pass and shit loaded. But see, now I don't really give a fuck when it comes to video games because, like, this shit is getting too advanced, bro. Like, just to end off on a random note, like, there's a shit now called cloud gaming. I want people to pay attention. There's a shit called cloud gaming and games that you don't even games that you don't even have to download to play. These are full video games that you don't even need to install. You you start it, it takes like two minutes to power up, and then you're playing a game that you would essentially wait a long time to install and play if you would have bought it. So now you have to think like like, I don't even, like, most of my video games, I don't even go to the store. Like, fuck GameStop. It's too many too many raggedy soccer moms and fucking Tourette future school shooter children in there screaming over Nintendo Switches and shit. I'm not getting involved in that. So I get all my shit on my game system. If I'm on the internet, I go to the store. Like I said, I bought Max Payne 3. I played Max Payne 3 for the first time ever. Like, Two weeks ago or last week. It's probably one of the best video games I've played in a long time. And this is the game that came out on the 360, mind you. So even though there's all this technology and shit, everything, we always talk about that too. Even with the red pill, like all oh, the dating apps and all of the technology, it's it's not a good thing. <laughs> like even with video games, like, yeah, y'all have all of this technology, but the games y'all create suck. Y'all don't even put passion and effort into a lot of games. This is almost like a copy and paste scenario. Even with a completely original quote-unquote title, they'll incorporate shit from other games to just make it identify with other games. There's no identity anymore. Almost with women. Women, women are copy and paste. They act the same. They behave the same. The modern-day women... Besides what most men are going to fight and argue for, the vagina, what else do these bitches offer? I want to leave asking that question. It's about 9.22 right now, and I'm about to just call this one a, call this a night. Go in, finish up what I need to finish up, and get ready to get the fuck out of here. But as I always say, it's another day. And in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, it's uh it's been a crazy slow but productive week with the podcast at the same time. Not as energetic as last week. Last week I was in another level, super saying mode. I need to get back on my red pill game ASAP and really get back into the swing of things. But there's always another time, God willing, in another episode. But until then, I'm out. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. Peace.